This morning, I am joined by one half of the award-winning podcast, Sober Awkward, and now published author. Her book, A Thousand Wasted Sundays, has just been released, and Victoria Vanstone is here to talk about it and how she embraced a life without alcohol. Good morning, Victoria. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me on. No worries. No, your book title really resonated with me. I'm yet to read it, but I am very much looking forward to it. I'm sure the title will resonate with many of our listeners as well. So what led you to write this and how do you think that sharing your journey will help people and has helped people? Um, I think the title kind of refers to my, I did actually work it out. I think I spent a thousand Sundays in bed after Uh, 25 years of binge drinking every weekend and I think if I included the two for one Tuesdays and the Sambuca shot Thursdays I worked it out as about 3,000 days of my life hungover which is about eight years so I have a lot of stories (laughs) from those many many years of being an absolute um, piss wreck as they call it and I um started writing on the book on the day that I gave up drinking so that was about six years ago I just felt like all my stories needed a needed a home because I kept telling them all the time and I was worried about forgetting them and I felt like I had a voice in this realm because I can deliver a message with a little drop of a little dollop of humor which means it reaches the ears of sometimes people that wouldn't perhaps have considered sobriety before so it's a comedy memoir about my journey into giving up alcohol and finding out all the reasons why I drank in the first place and what makes someone an over drinker which is what I describe myself Wales. Oh, that, yeah, that's a good way to describe it because I guess we, we, we're steering away, I think, from using the word alcoholic now. Have you ever kind of thought about using that term or is that something that doesn't doesn't resonate with you at all? I think it conjures up the wrong image of who I am. Like, I don't really care what anyone calls me anymore. I think that's something that comes with sobriety is that the opinions of others sort of slide off you. Like you just don't seem to take them in because you have boundaries and all these other things that you kind of like about yourself once you sort of ditch the grog. But I think it's kind of a hard one. Like I like the ta- I like the label sober curious. That is more like a warm hug for me. And that represents anyone that has ever questioned their alcohol intake. So that's a vast range of people. And I think what we're starting to learn nowadays that, that there, there is this vast spectrum of alcohol use disorder, which is kind of the term they try to use now. And it doesn't matter whether you're having one glass of wine a night, one glass of wine a week, or you're more at the extreme end and you're suffering from severe alcoholism. Um, I think it's just about finding where you sit on that vast spectrum and questioning your intake. I always say it's not about how much you drink, it's about your own mental relationship with alcohol and whether it's having a negative impact on your life. But generally, I don't use the term alcoholic. I just say I was someone that drank or basically I really don't kind of, describe it to anybody anymore if they say what were you I say but it's kind of none of your business what I am (laughs) what I put in my body now or before isn't really about anyone else and I've written a book about it for that purpose you know to teach people that you don't have to use these terms because it's very difficult to know when you've gone from being a normal drinker or a social drinker to being an alcoholic there's this line in the sand that people cross and it's invisible so it's in, impossible to know so I feel like if we spread the term out a little bit and give it a wider net with this sober curious term it allows people to identify themselves and say it doesn't matter how much I drink but perhaps I could address my relationship with booze. 
Mm, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of people now questioning that way more than than I've noticed before. And I don't know if it's just me, my algorithm now that I don't drink either, but more and more people do seem interested in what life looks like without alcohol. Why do you think that is? I just think it's a trending topic. I mean, the media out there with Instagram and TikTok and all these things, we are getting a vast amount of information on a daily basis. And there's a lot more about realism and authenticity and being more genuine and actually looking deeper within ourselves and questioning everything. I think that's where it come, it's coming from. And we're more aware of mental health and what causes us to feel wobbly every now and again. And I know that every Sunday for years and years and years, it was my mental health that was suffering because of shame, regret, and because I was pouring a poison into my body every weekend. And I used to wake up, you know, not knowing what I'd done the night before. I call it like the fear of the unknown and that gave me massive massive panic attacks so I think nowadays people we're talking about our problems and going right why do I feel like this on a Sunday is it just because I got drunk or is it because I'm over drinking and the media and even famous people getting sober is a huge help everybody's talking about it so when you go out now and actually say to your mates look I'm not drinking anymore people are more understanding there's always going to be the few come on aren't you boring and like you know one way hurt sort of thing but you have to question whether they're really your mates if you say look this thing is affecting my mental health and I can't do it anymore people are starting to be a lot more respectful of that so for me it was yeah. very much all or nothing I tried to moderate and I did you know dry January and then went back to drinking Feb fast went back to drinking sober October went back to drinking and I could never moderate but is that something that that you've that you've found the key to it for, for other people is that something that you would ever recommend and say look you, you can have the odd drink because people ask me all the time can you just have one or two drinks and then go back to to not drinking so in my humble opinion I tried moderation for years but I could never ever achieve it so a lot of people ask me the same question, Alex, like, can I moderate? And for me, if you're still thinking about alcohol, it's it's going to be, be preoccupying your brain. So you're still going to have that shall I, shan't I argument going on in your head every time you go out. It's going to be like, right, I've had one. And then you're going to have the anxiety of whether you should have another one or not. And the, that anxiety of having one is just going to destroy your brain to the point where you probably will feel so tense that you'll be reaching for other drink, which is what happened to me for five years when I was trying to moderate. And actually, you will not get the same benefits long term um, from any sort of sobriety if you are still having the odd drink because the preoccupation is still there sobriety for me is 100 percent. it's about stepping into this new you and you won't go on this journey of the self if you're still having a few drinks here and there in my opinion I just think it has to be 100 percent because you've got to learn to be confident without a drink and you've got a question that's the question culturally is why do we drink if you really get to the bottom of that the root of it and say why do I feel the need to top up my personality on a way out on on a night out and why do I feel the need to to kind of make myself more happy like what are the possibilities beyond that without alcohol can I go out and just be myself and be authentic and have great connections with people without pouring this liquid down my throat and I really recommend that trying it a hundred percent um I also get a lot of questions about 
how do I start? So do you have like a, a top tips of what your steps are to, to, to suggest to people if they, if they come to you and say, look, your story resonated with me. Everything about your life now is what I want to achieve. I want to live a life without alcohol. You're like, well, what do you do first? It's an interesting question because I get asked it a lot too. And I always have the same answer, which is seek out some support whatever that might be, it might be AA, it might be a therapist. For me, I sought out a local therapist who had dealings with addictive behaviors and bad habits. That was it. Cause I just felt like my drinking, I was just a silly binge drinker. I didn't feel like an alcoholic. I didn't feel really extreme. I felt like, right, I'm a binge drinker, but I can't stop. So why can't I stop? And I think the key to any long-term sobriety is really digging deep into the reasons why you drink in the first place. It's about finding out who you were before alcohol and who the person is that you are without it. And that takes some work. We talk about the work a lot in sort of this recovery realm. And that's doing, you know, talking the talk and walking the walk for as long as you can with podcasts, with books, with information online, like following people's Instagram accounts. There's so much to it. You've got to put as much of that preoccupation as you had with booze into other stuff, into hobbies and into like filling the space where you used to drink. I found that therapist that just happened to be perfect for me, but it might be a sobriety course for you. It's just anything that helps you. It might even just be talking to a partner and saying, look, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to try. But for me, I had to go and have a 12 weeks of heavy therapy to work out why I was a people pleaser, why I used to feel the responsibility to entertain a room and, and my generational alcoholism in my family. And once I worked out the reasons why I drank in the first place, I was able to sort of package all of those reasons up and go, okay, that's not who I want to be anymore and move on. Of course, a lot happens in therapy over 12 weeks, which I can't go into here, but <laughs> I learned how to take out the pieces of my life that I liked about myself and leave behind the ones that I didn't and step out and start a new life, which is exactly what I did. And I haven't looked back since, quite honestly. I love being sober. I love what it brings into my life and that my children don't have to see me pissed anymore. And, you know, it's brought so much into my life and I really couldn't be happier that I made that choice. Oh, that's great. Victoria, thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, you and other people who share their stories are the reason that that I was able to to stop my drinking as well. Victoria Vanstone's one half of the award-winning Sober Awkward podcast. Find that wherever you get your podcasts. And her new book is out now, A Thousand Wasted Sundays. You can find that everywhere. Victoria, thanks again. Thank you so much.